Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Pump It Up. Alright, once again, I am so sorry for the lack of an episode last week. I know I announced the last episode that I published that I would be moving to doing every other week on Fridays instead of a new episode every Friday because I knew school would get crazy, which it did. But I've got it slightly more under control this week, but I was on the struggle bus last week and, you know, I want this podcast to be a place of positivity and encouragement and I was just not feeling overly positive last week. So it just didn't happen, and, you know, it just be like that sometimes. So my life is slightly more under control this week, so we are back at it. And today's topic is something I really wanted to talk about on the pod. It's something that I struggle with a lot, and that is diabetes and anxiety. And when I thought about what I wanted to talk about with this topic, it was almost hard because anxiety is something that I have always struggled with, for really as long as I can remember. So it's something that I'm still kind of in the midst of and it's not a topic where I'm like, I've conquered this and now I'm on the other side of it and now I can share what I've learned now that I'm here on the other side of it. So it's a topic that I wanted to discuss but it was hard figuring out what I actually wanted to say. But we are still gonna talk about it. But first, let's catch up and do our normal opening segments. Um, First of all, what is my BG? I actually don't know. Let's look. Oh, it is 113 and steady. That's like the best it's been all day. (laughs) Um, And then for my happies and crappies for this week. Wow, a lot has been going on since the last episode because it's been a good three weeks. Um, Well, for starters, for my happy, the weather the past few days has been gorgeous here. Highs in like the low 70s, upper 60s. Um, It's been mostly sunny, so it's just been great weather. And that's helped my mood a ton this week, so I'm thankful for that. Um, Another exciting thing that's happened is I'm actually going to be part of a new podcast that my university is doing. They they haven't announced anything about it yet, like on campus, so I'm not sure. I mean, I guess it's fine if I talk about it. I don't think it's like a huge secret or anything, but we haven't started recording anything. So I don't have like many details to share about it yet but I'm excited to be a part of that. Um, And then for my crappy, I don't know, I've just been overwhelmed since school started back, especially last week with so many projects and group projects and things. And I also had to turn in my request form for where I wanna do my student teaching next semester. So that was just kind of stressing me out. And I don't know, I was just grouchy last week. like. I was just perpetually grumpy and I even told a friend like I just I just want to be a nice person again I just want to be a pleasant person to be around again and I do finally feel a little better this week so that's good I guess but yeah it just it was a time but that's really it for my life updates so let's get into the rest of the episode So, like I said earlier, anxiety is something that I have struggled with for as long as I can remember, honestly. Even when I was a little kid in, like, preschool, I was always very shy and quiet as a kid because I never wanted to get in trouble or do anything wrong, and my struggle with anxiety was definitely amplified when I was diagnosed with diabetes. I since have gotten a lot better handle on it, but I still have my good days and bad days, for sure. 
And like I also mentioned earlier, I was struggling with things to say on this topic because I still don't have all the answers. I still struggle with it and it'll never completely go away. So all I really have to share is, you know, my experiences and coping strategies, I guess. So with that, I know most people struggle with anxiety to some degree, but then as type 1 diabetics, as it always goes, diabetes is just one more thing to worry about. And honestly, it's so many more things to worry about. We have to be thinking about, you know, in the summertime, is my insulin staying cool when I'm out in the heat? And do I have all my supplies with me or did I forget anything at home? Because I have done that many times. And then there's actual blood sugar worries, like am I gonna go low? Am I gonna go high? Is what I'm about to eat going to make me go high? Am I about to be in a situation where I'll be able to correct if I need to? And at night, what if I go low in the middle of the night and I'm up all night eating to recover from the low and because I can't afford to lose the sleep. None of us can afford to lose the sleep really. But then I also don't wanna just be high all night long. Like the thoughts are just constantly swirling around in my head and it never stops. And all the factors that we have to consider in diabetes management, you know, like, did I just exercise? Am I about to exercise? Because I don't wanna go low when I'm working out. And then, oh, surprise, you were doing strength training and that caused a high blood sugar. Then there's, well, I mean, stress itself can cause elevated blood sugars. So there's just so much and it can just be so overwhelming. And even um, just on Wednesday this past week, we were meeting first thing in the morning um, at the elementary school there in town where my college is, and we were going to do math assessments with the students there. So I woke up in the morning, I was about 190, 200-ish, so I corrected like along with my breakfast, but I didn't correct too much because I didn't want to drop low in the middle of doing these assessments. So then my BG was, uh, it was about 170. Um, for most of the morning then we got back to campus and in my next class I had to give a presentation and before that it was starting to kind of creep back up and then I was back up into the 200s and it was still going up so I took a little bit of correction even though I was afraid of dropping low during the presentation but I also didn't want to just sit and let it be high so it's just frustrating when it gets like that and for so long I've worried about having to make treatment decisions like in class either taking insulin or eating for low because well most of my classes are a little smaller so if I'm like dialing up my insulin pen or opening a package of something to eat it's loud and then I feel like people are like what is this girl doing even though in reality they're more than likely not even paying attention and that there is a piece of advice whatever you do to manage your diabetes in public whether it's pulling at your pump or doing an injection or eating, like no one really cares. And that's what I have to always tell myself, that people are more than likely thinking about themselves and their own worries, or, you know, in class, they're thinking about what they're gonna get for lunch after class is over. Or hopefully they're actually paying attention to the professor or the teacher if you're still in grade school and not even noticing what you're doing. So just don't worry about what other people think because they probably don't care, honestly. And if they do care, I mean, get a life, people. <laughs> Aren't there bigger things to worry about? So honestly, just don't even consider it. 
And then, as we know, we are so much more than just our diabetes. We, you know, all have the same kind of life stuff that people who don't have type 1 have to worry about. So it can just kind of pile on for us. And everywhere I go, I, like many of you, I'm sure are, you know, I'm a busy person constantly jumping in the car and going somewhere. And everywhere I go, I always have to think, like, do I have food with me in case I have a low? Do I have my supplies? Am I prepared? Um, And it's just, you know, as I said, one more thing to worry about. So now for my advice on this. My first piece of advice is that, you know, progress is not linear. It looks more like a roller coaster. And it's a journey that I haven't been able to, you know, bring to completion. It's still something I struggle with. And I don't think I'll ever be able to truly get over So, you may have bad days and good days, and that is okay. It doesn't mean that you're still not making progress. And next piece of advice is identify your symptoms of anxiety and be able to recognize, you know, when anxiety is taking over so you can try to combat it. I know for me, for example, um, that I'm going to have a panic attack whenever I start feeling like I can't breathe or like I'm hyperventilating. So that's when I have to take a step back and try to think clearly about a situation or just sit down and I don't always succeed in this, I'll admit it, but that's just the steps that I have to take to just be mindful of that. So that's my advice on that. And then next is tackling the fear surrounding blood sugars and lows and highs. And it is scary. I mean, lows lows are scary. You feel like you're, you know, going to keel over. You're eating everything in sight. And a lot of the physical symptoms of hypoglycemia are the same symptoms of anxiety. So it is scary for sure. And I have never had a severe enough low blood sugar that I passed out. But I have been fearful ever since I passed out at the wedding this summer. And that was not from a low. But if if you haven't heard that story, you can go listen to that episode. That's a whole story for another day. And you can listen to that. But... (laughs) You know, it was embarrassing, and it it definitely has made me more fearful of lows. But I guess my advice is just be responsible. Just use wisdom in your treatment decisions. Even though type 1 definitely has a mind of its own, and sometimes no matter what we do, if you keep an eye on your BG and, you know, make wise choices and set yourself up for success, you'll be fine more than likely. And if at the end of the day... No matter what happens, if you know you put your best foot forward and tried your best in your diabetes management, then that's all you can do. And overall, just know that your fears are valid and I have them too. Um, Another word of advice is to just be present. I know that I have times where I'm doing okay and there's really not anything going on to cause me to worry, but I still feel anxious and I'm still, you know, getting irritable and... I'm like, this is ridiculous. Why am I feeling like this? And so just being present helps. And another thing is that exercise has helped me so much in dealing with anxiety and diabetes both. Um, I love to go for walks and I always notice a difference on days where I've walked versus days where I haven't. So it doesn't even have to be anything hardcore, but exercise, even something as simple as walking can help so much. And lastly, just know that times of bad anxiety will come and go. I know that to be true for sure. 
I have felt better this past week, but last week it definitely was more of a struggle. But if you are in a time of bad anxiety right now, just know that it does get better, I promise. And that is really it for today. Uh, This episode was definitely harder to come up with and to do than others, but I hope that if you experienced the same struggles that this episode was helpful and encouraging for you. And as always, I am no medical professional. I'm just a girl with type 1 sharing her experiences. So if you need to reach out to a mental health professional, I definitely recommend doing so. I was fortunate to be able to actually see a psychologist who also has type 1. Um, I talked with her for a while after I was first diagnosed, and that was really helpful. So seeking a mental health professional is definitely very helpful, and I definitely recommend it. And with that, that's all for today. So thank you guys, and until next time, bye!